guys and welcome back to the breaking butterfly podcast or if you're new here a very very special welcome i am so so grateful to have you here so so grateful thank you guys for tuning in every single week and listening to my teachings and my story and my interviews and all of my crazy thoughts and life and everything i love it so much and i'm so grateful that you guys are loving last week's episode that I did with Henry. We had so much fun recording that episode, so it's always good to hear your guys' feedback and um, just like takeaways and breakthrough moments and just just so grateful that you guys are, are loving it. So um, like I said last week, I definitely want to do more episodes with him maybe every month or every couple months. Um, but today's episode, it's going to be just a solo episode because I want to answer a couple more questions from the Breaking Butterfly hotline. I'm still having so much fun um, with with this hotline. I mean, I I was planning on like answering some of these questions like at the end of different episodes and maybe I should still be doing that, but I kind of love just dedicating um, like episodes to just the hotline because I really love to take my time with answering these questions and not try to just like answer them quickly and and rush them at the end of an episode. I mean, if there are questions that have um, like short answers, I guess I can do that. But I'm loving just sitting down and listening to all the voicemails and just feeling into what feels inspired to be shared and answered. And um, so that's what we're going to be doing today. And I think it's going to be really good. We're going to talk a little bit about um, I already picked out two of the, the voicemails and we're going to be talking a little bit about healing and a little bit about um, pricing yourself. So a little bit of healing, a little bit of little bit of business um, as well. But before we dive into that content and answering those voicemails, I wanted to talk about Metamorphosis one more time. I'm going to keep talking about it until this launch is over because I want as many of you guys as I can possibly fit into this program. And now that I have kind of shifted the way that I'm going to... um, facilitate this program and format it I really can fit in so many more people I I was gonna have to like you know close the doors pretty pretty early on like if I was doing it the the first way that I was gonna run this program how I usually do I mean I already would have been halfway full right now and that just didn't feel good to me like I want to have as many people um as I can in this program while still keeping it intimate and powerful um so this new new transition into doing a huge group call and then splitting into smaller groups really allows me to fit as many people um, as i can into this program so if you don't know what metamorphosis is it is my signature confidence building group program it is my baby my heart and soul my everything i love this program and this Uh, This round of this program, um, the third time I'm doing it, it's going to be a lot of brand new content, the same content, but brand new content, a lot up-leveled content because, of course, as, you know, I up-level the teachings that I teach up-level. I almost, I feel like I could almost say that if you've done Metamorphosis before, you could probably do it again. It's going to be a lot of the same, but I feel like I'm bringing a lot of new teachings and insights and downloads and um, things that are just going to, I guess, just, it's evolved. It's evolved. And really what this program does for you is truly breaks you free from all of your fears, all of your doubts, all of your limiting beliefs, anything that is making you you know, play small in your life. And, you know, I'd, I'd have to argue that like anything you're shooting for in your life right now, whether it be you're starting a business or you want a new job or you're trying to get out of a relationship or just make more money, um, you know, get more sales in your business that you already have, whether you're just trying to like feel happier, wake up excited, like any big goal that you have in your life right now, I would have to argue that the one missing piece is confidence. Um, you know, being able to work through your self-doubts and limiting beliefs and fear. I, I always say that like everything that you want 
anything that you want is about 10 feet in front of you, but then there is just this wall up um, and, you know, it's the fears and doubts and everything and um, really metamorphosis, my whole intention is to just break down that wall um, or, you know, at least give you the tools so that you know exactly how to break down that wall so that you can start that business, so that you can travel the world, so that you can be in healthier, happier relationships, so you can make more money. You know, all of all of those goals, the one issue is usually our confidence and our self-belief stopping us. So this program is breaking down that wall and we start September 21st. Um, it's a 12-week program and we're just going to touch on every everything confidence. It's going to be a very intimate community building program, which is like absolutely the best part of the program, I think. And um, yeah, I think those are all the details, but if I missed out on any details, all the details will be in the show notes. If you click the link um, by Metamorphosis, uh, where I talk about Metamorphosis, just click the link. You'll be able to see all of the information and um, the link to apply as well. So if you guys ever have any questions, let me know. You can reach out, send me an email, you can shoot me a DM, um, and I will, you know, I'm happy to help you find out if this is the right program for you. So now that we have that out of the way, let's hop into these um, hotline voicemails. Okay, I'm going to actually play this one first. Um, it's not entirely a question, but I just I just want to play it. Hey, Maddie Love. I am currently listening to your August 16th podcast in regard to... OCD, perfection, uh, perfectionism, procrastination, um, and fear. And I just really want you to know that this is resonating with me um, really hard right now because I am currently kind of unboxing that reality for myself. And I just really want to thank you for opening up and being um real about you know your reality <laughs> it's it's so funny when something is super triggering you really know that it's you know something that is right in your face so anyways thank you have a beautiful day babe ah <sighs> yes i wanted to play this because I've gotten so many messages from you guys sharing that you're going through such a similar experience and whoever sent this, I just want to send you so much love, like so, so, so much love, especially, you know, it's hard to look things in the face when it is triggering and to be able to admit that to yourself and unbox these things for yourself and like I said, I've got so many messages, you know, I went into that episode being like, is anyone even going to relate to this? Like you know, feeling very alone and so many messages I got about just just a similar reality, feeling the same things or even if it wasn't, you know, full-blown OCD, just really, really resonating with that episode. And if, you know, I wanted to play this because I just wanted to say like, if you are struggling with any of these things, like you fucking got this. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. And um, be patient with yourself and you know, don't go, don't be hard on yourself, go easy on yourself, love yourself through it, because I know um, it can feel confusing and triggering and scary, and I just want you guys to know that you got it, and thank you so much for your kind words and calling into the hotline and, and sharing this and just sharing your experience, because I really, really appreciate it. Um, one thing I will share with you guys, uh, I had like a huge breakthrough in like my healing um, around like my OCD and phobia and stuff like that. I did some energy work with um, my energy worker and shaman like a couple weeks ago, like a week and a half ago. And I've actually been putting off doing the session with her. So we do like, you know, like energy and cellular releasing. So I choose things that I want to release out of my body, you know, bad habits um, or doubts or fears or thoughts or anything that's going on. We do a lot of releasing. So I've been putting off doing this energy work session with my energy worker because I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know why. I guess I just like kept thinking like it's unimportant. It's unimportant. Like I kept releasing stuff um, that had regards to my business. Like, you know, help me release anything that's like making me not be the best coach that I can possibly be or anything that's going to like prevent me from having the best launch ever or whatever. I just like was working through a lot of things around my business because my business is so important to me. And, you know, I finally had to like stop and be like, okay, my healing is most important to me right now. Like love my business, but right now like fuck my business. I need to think about me and like how I'm feeling and like go through this. But it took me like a really long time to finally say like, okay, I'm ready to like face this. Um, and it was a, re- a really, really intense session for me. I actually felt like sick not like sick, but just like so drained and fatigued and almost sick like the two days after it. Um, But after we released and worked on some of the stuff that I talked about in my episode about, you know, uh, facing your fears, I have felt amazing ever since. It's like I know that the work that I do with this energy worker is powerful, um, but like I don't know. This just showed me the power of it in a whole new light because I always felt like, you know, these things that I was dealing with were not mine. It almost was like so foreign to me and didn't feel like my fear and my um, like mental illness because it just felt so like intrusive, I guess. Um, And so I almost felt like it did come from like a past life and being able to like actually clear that energetically and cellularly it made such huge shifts in in me. Like I actually have not been experiencing any fear or anxiety since that session, which um, it's like almost emotional for me because I had like the hardest like two, three months of my life. Um, and then it just like went away. I mean, I still have the intrusive thoughts and I'm still struggling a little bit, but if you f- resonate with my words and feel the same that I felt, um, don't hesitate to reach out. I can direct you to who I go to, or I can have my energy worker share a little bit more about what she does. So you can find, um, like someone that does similar work, uh, cause it really, really benefited me. So I highly recommend it if you feel inspired to and feel called to do that. <clears throat> um, actually I might even just have my girl on the podcast. I think that would be fucking cool. Um, and talk to her about all of this. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll set that up. Okay, so just wanted to share that voicemail. All right, let's get to the next one. Hey, Maddie, it's Dari. Um, I just have a question about healing, actually. It's a little bit of a like difficult question. Um, so I've had some like traumatic experiences in my life uh, from the ages, I'd say, like, of 15 to 20 years old, and I'd say uh, I've been trying to heal that for a while. Um, but I was having a conversation with my boyfriend last night, and I'm like, how long does this healing thing take? Like, um, I was just so confused and stumped, and I feel frustrated. Like, I've been working on it for so long, but it's just not getting, um, like, where I want to be. Like, it is getting better, but I just want it to go faster. So I guess um, just some tips on how to heal, not heal faster, but on how to stay confident in my healing journey and to know that it's going to continue to get better and not how long does healing take, but, um, just how do you cope with (laughs) knowing that healing takes a long time? Um, I hope that makes sense. So thank you, uh, for your energy and for answering all these questions. Bye. Okay, this is a very good question, and I've been sitting on this one for a while, honestly, and thinking about it a lot, and everything that I'm about to say, first of all, Daria, thank you so much for calling in and and asking that question, because I think it's a really, like, yeah, it's a really deep question, or maybe a difficult question, but a powerful question, Um, and I'm sure there's so many other people listening that are, you know, just curious to hear my answer, and um, my answer might not be right um and take what you want to from what I'm about to say and leave what you don't like you don't have to align with everything I'm saying about this because everyone has gone through different trauma everyone heals in different ways and so I kind of just want to share some thoughts that I've had about this question and um, just like some downloads and kind of just like what I feel inspired to share. But I just want to make a disclaimer that like the things that I'm about to say, like 
take what you want from it and leave what you don't. This is totally just some things that I feel inspired to share around this this topic, right? Um, but I'm not an expert on trauma or healing at all. It's actually in my coaching business. It's something that I kind of steer away from a little bit um, in the sense of like, I still work with people that have gone through trauma and um, you know, work on the thought work and the belief work and the confidence aspect of things. Um, but if someone's gone through like really, really intense trauma, like I just don't feel um, personally not qualified, but um, like I can relate enough to like truly give like an amazing, amazing answer on this. But I, w- I want to answer this and give some insights. Um, so the first thing I notice about this is number one, that being healed is a destination that is in the future, right? A lot of us like put this um, idea of like, you know, I'm not healed right now and I'm broken and it's making my life difficult, but there is a time in the future where I will be healed and like everything will be perfect. And in a sense, this can kind of put us in the waiting room of our life and like make this our reality it's almost like creating our reality saying that being healed is like a destination outside of me does that kind of make sense like it's saying that like I can't have those feelings of being healed because it's it's far away from me right and that's the other thing I noticed too is that like here there is a belief that healing does take a long time and like I guess my question is like who who said that? Who said that? Like, where did you get that belief, right? Because it is just a belief that is creating your reality. And this isn't me saying like, you know, you should be healed already. Like, it doesn't take that long. Like, it's easier. I do understand it does take time. But holding that belief of like, healing takes a long time and I'm not there and it's going to be in the future and my life will only be better like in the future when I finally go through all of this feeling. It's almost like um, you're creating uh, like you're when you're when we're doing this, we're creating the rules around like what it looks like to heal and what it feels like when we're not healed and then like how long it's going to take right? And maybe you've heard people say like it takes a long time and so you've just kind of like we absorb that and just say like okay it takes a long time. Um, But I don't think it necessarily has to take a long time. That's the next next thing I want to touch on is the feeling thing. So if you've been feeling these feelings for a long time and just feeling frustrated on like okay like I keep feeling the feelings and feeling the feelings and like Like, how much longer do I have to feel these fucking feelings until I feel better? Well, again, like, I think that the not being healed. So, okay, so there's a part of healing where you do need to feel the feelings. Absolutely. I'm not taking that away from anyone. I do think that's a big part of healing, right? Is feel those feelings. Feel those feelings. Um... But then I think there's a point where healing doesn't always look like feeling the feelings. That's another belief, right? Like healing looks like I have to feel these feelings. Um, But personally, and this is my opinion, you guys, I don't think healing always looks like feeling the feelings. I feel like it could at first if that is feeling like it's healing you, right? If you're feeling to heal and you're feeling those feelings and it feels really good to you to feel those feelings and like sit in it and like hurt a little bit and that feels good to you, then do that. But I think there comes a point where it's like, obviously, if you're asking this question, feeling those feelings and like sitting in them is not feeling healing anymore. Like it's not feeling good to you anymore. It's feeling like in this stuck place And for me, I feel like sometimes healing looks like releasing, releasing and allowing yourself to not sit in those feelings anymore and to just have fun and to play and to like move forward. Um, You know, so sometimes healing does look like digging into the past and then sometimes healing looks like just letting go. Like you can still let yourself feel the feelings, but just like move forward go out and have fun and just like 
let yourself take a break from feeling the feelings because I do think like the internet and stuff has kind of, you know, the internet and therapy has put this like, I guess, energy around healing that like it's really icky and hard and you have to like force yourself to feel. Um, but you're just keeping yourself stuck in the healing phase rather than being in the healed phase. I think that healing is is not like being healed is not a destination. It's healing is something that like you do in the present by like choosing to feel healed. But on that same note, on that same note, and this is me contemplating right now, okay? I'm putting lots of disclaimers here because I don't want anyone coming for me. I just like, because I know this can be a touchy subject and a triggering subject as well. Like when I was really, really depressed and like going through a lot of shit, like if someone told me like, like, just move forward. Like, just get up out of bed and like move. Oh, I probably would have like decked them in the face. So I know this is really triggering and I just, I'm just sharing my thoughts and giving you disclaimers. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, oh yeah. So on that same note, you guys, about healing and being healed, I don't necessarily think that for some things we ever really heal. Like we're like searching for this like destination or this like expectation of like how we should feel once we're like completely healed. And I don't know if it's like all entirely true that we just completely heal from things. Like, like I think that I've mostly healed from a lot of the traumatic things that happened to me, Um, but they still come up. Like, I don't think there's like a day where it's just like, oh yeah, that doesn't hurt me at all anymore. Um, Like, it doesn't affect me on a day-to-day. Like, I'm healed enough that, like, it doesn't affect me on a day-to-day. But, like, it still pops up in, like, you know, not feeling good enough or feeling like I'm always going to be, like, the odd one out. Like, I think I shared my experience with you guys about, like, the cheerleading thing once where, like, I was on the cheer team and, like, Then there was a competition team and every single person made the competition team except for me. I was the only one that wasn't good enough. I'm like crying right now. I was the only one that wasn't good enough. So I was on the team, but I wasn't good enough to be on the team within the team. But I was the only one that wasn't allowed to be on the competition team. Like that's fucked up, first of all. I think I told you guys this story. Um, But so like healing from that, I mean honestly, I can't even remember like a lot of that portion of my life. I kind of just like blocked it out. Um, but there, I went through like a lot of like pain and suffering and like hurt, but now it's like, like that still hurts that that happened to me, but I don't like think about that all the time, but it still comes up. Like I'm not completely healed. Like I still sometimes in my life, it's like this repeating pattern where I just feel like, I'm just still the odd one out. Like, I'm still not good enough. Like, yes, I'm, like, with, like, you know, I'm I'm cool now or I'm successful now, but, like, I'm still not, like, all the way. Like, I'm still just, like, one step down from everyone. Like, I'm not actually good enough, you know? Like, I made it, but, like, did I really make it type of thing? Um, and so that's still something that I have to, like, move through. But for me, like, healing from that isn't me saying, like, okay, I need to sit down and keep revisiting those feelings and feeling those feelings of, like, what it felt like to, like, not be good enough. Like, what is that doing for me? That literally does absolutely nothing. I don't need to fucking think about that anymore. That was shitty. That sucked. That fucking hurt. It ruined my confidence. It ruined my self-esteem. It shot me, like, completely down to rock bottom. And, you know, like, especially for, like, a 15, 16-year-old girl just trying to, like, find her way. Oh, my God. It was just... Anyhow, um, it's... It doesn't do anything for me to just keep feeling those feelings. I don't need to revisit that and think about it. What I do is I keep moving forward and saying, like, yeah, that sucks. That sucked, and but that's how the world is. Like, shit happens. People do mean things. People think things about me. For some things, okay, I wasn't good enough in that moment, but that doesn't mean I'm not good enough now. That doesn't mean I can't choose in this moment to say that sucked and it hurt, but like, 
I, I choose to be healed from it now because of the thoughts I think about myself and the actions I take now. So I think, you know, we don't always get, we don't get to a destination where we're healed, but we choose to live our life how we want to live it now. And, you know, we accept the quote unquote trauma and we still live our life. I think in a way we're supposed to kind of like walk with it, right? We can still be amazing and be hurt. We can still be amazing and feel good in our life and be a little bit wounded. I don't think that the wounding and the trauma equals, you know, having a tough time. You know, you say like, how can I cope just knowing that this is going to take a long time? And that signals to me that like you're struggling. Um, maybe you're not, I'm not putting that on you. Um, you know, but I'm just saying in general, when you're saying something like that, like, how do I cope with just knowing like this healing is just taking so long? Um, it just sounds like, oh, it's just such, it can be a painful experience when you're thinking those, those thoughts. Um, but I don't, you know, I think to answer your question, how do you cope? How do you cope? You don't deem this unhealed space as bad and hope for the future where it will be better, right? You don't, you don't deem this, this space as like, oh, like how do I get out of this? You get present with it. You walk with it and you still live your life. You know, call your, call your trauma. Instead of calling it trauma, just say that experience that made me stronger, this experience that is making me stronger, accept, instead of accept the trauma and, and, you know, walk with the trauma and heal from the trauma, say, I'm healing from this experience that is currently making me stronger, right? Change your perspective around it. Um, and, you know, you find a way to make your life better now and things I think will still be hard and these experiences might still cause hurt in your life. Um, but I don't, I don't think that, you know, it needs to be this thing that like you need to get out of. I think you can find strength and peace, um, but finding the strength and the peace doesn't come from feeling those hurt feelings and hoping that you feel strength and peace in the future. It happens from feeling the strength and the peace and cultivating strength and peace in the now, in the present. So yes, I think there's a time and a place to be deep in in those feelings. And for some, um, you know, that that time may look might look longer or shorter. Um, but I think a lot of us, we, we take way too much time in those feelings, right? It's, it takes way longer than it should be. Feel the feelings when you need to and when it feels good to cry and feel it. But then when it doesn't feel good to sit in that anymore, don't think that feeling those feelings is what you need to heal. Sometimes just letting go and releasing and moving forward um, and creating your life like you already are healed. Pretend you already are healed. What if you were healed? What would your life look like now? What would you feel like now? See if you can cultivate that in your life now. So um, those are kind of my thoughts on healing. And like I said, I I haven't personally gone through any, like I had like a very traumatic relationship and um, like breakup and I had some trauma with um a relationship very close to me another one I don't really want to like disclose anything but a lot of traumatic moments um like fighting and screaming and throwing things and like a lot of like I guess emotional abuse I would say I just explained physical abuse I was throwing things but <laughs> I wasn't actually a physical physically abusive just a lot of anger um, and emotional abuse, and then that cheerleading thing. So I haven't actually experienced, like, any really hardcore, like, um, I guess, like, sexual abuse or, or anything like that. Um, my coaches do say I always water down my trauma, though. (laughs) I always say, like, I'm like, I haven't gone through trauma, and then I tell them what I went through, and they're like, dude, (laughs) you have gone through hard things. I always water it down, but I'm trying to say, like, What I'm trying to say is that, like, if any of what I just said doesn't resonate with you and you're healing, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't really, in my perspective, I haven't gone through anything, like, I guess, really, 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 really bad. So, 
Um, if that doesn't relate or resonate with you, you know, don't listen to me. But from the trauma, quote unquote trauma, I don't like to call it trauma. Um, but from what I've gone through, I feel like what I just shared is the best way to um, move through it or how my thoughts about it personally. So I hope that helps a little bit, Dari, and I hope that helps anyone else that's listening. And if you guys ever want to talk about that, um, that topic anymore and or have any more questions or insights for me, um, let me know. Shoot me a DM or call into the hotline. I would love it. Okay, I'm going to answer one more. Here we go. Hi, um, since is calling in, my name is Alex. Um, I have a question for you. So I have been, um, you know, an entrepreneur in my own business for almost a year now, and I'm loving it. Um, and something that I continually struggle with um, is how to value myself, like, monetarily, um, like my work and my services monetarily. I struggle with it because on one end, I know that what I do is worth a lot, and I'm constantly told that. I'm constantly told that, you know, I should charge more um, and that, like, just all good things for my services, like specifically, um, for instance, I'm a tarot reader, and I've, you know, interviewed with tarot readers that have been doing this for, like, 60 years. Like, they're much older and everything, and they – will just be like amazed by what I can do. And I know that I already help so many people and I'm just on like a different level with it. But at the same time, like I want to be affordable. That's kind of like my whole MO is to just help people. So I want to be affordable. And then I know also wedged in there as well is like the fear that if I charge too much, um, that it will deter people from coming, especially like for the first time before they even realize like how valuable it really is. Um, for instance, the one time I tried to change my prices and go up to more, like, of what it's worth, um, I wasn't getting clientele. And then when I put it back down to, like, a deal um, and things that are just, like, really, uh, like, a, a catchy, easy number that you could just, you know, throw in and not think too hard about, I get a lot of clients. Um, so, yeah, I'm coming to that crossroads because, like, I'm an artist and um, I'm getting asked commissions now, which is amazing. And then people ask, okay, you know, what's my rate? And I get stuck. And I, I'm, like, literally, like, haven't answered people because I'm, like, I really want to get comfortable with my, what my rate is. In the past, I've charged too low and regretted it because I'm spending way too much time on it. And I need to be making money. That's something that I – get really stressed about in my business. Everything else is great. And when it comes to money, I start to get overwhelmed. Um, so, yeah, just all around how to value yourself, no matter what it is that you're doing, how to get comfortable with that number um, as far as what serves people um, in their financial state and what also serves you. So, yeah, please let me know. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm so excited to answer this question, but it's also like a really loaded question. Like I could talk about pricing for hours. So I'm going to try and like just share the things that I'm just going to allow it to come through and just hopefully just share the things that are the most important. Um, But there's a lot to say about this because number one, let's talk about worth. A lot of people, so um, Alex was using the word value, which is good. She's like, what is, you know, how do I price the value? But I want to talk about the word worth really quick um, because a lot of, you know, my clients or people will say like, how, like, how do I decide how much I'm worth, right? What am I worth? And the first thing I want to say is like, you can't price yourself off of worth, Because you are literally priceless. You're literally priceless. Like your time and your energy and your experience and like everything that you are, you you are literally priceless, right? Like you can't put a price on yourself. Like you can't say like, oh, I'm worth like uh, like an hour of my time is worth $100 and like an hour of your time is only worth $10. Like no, like we are all completely priceless, okay? And that's why this is such a loaded question because then it's like, okay, thank you. Well, where do we go from here? So number one, if 
pricing yourself and your services, it has to feel good to you and you really can range anywhere on the spectrum. So for example, like you also have to think about who you're serving and the transformation you're creating. So for example, like I would charge way more for business coaching than I would confidence coaching. And I do. I charge way more for business coaching than I do confidence coaching, even though it's like the same amount of time. Um, because so business, they're getting more of a result. This is where the value comes in. The value of the information that is being provided is is worth more. Not that I am worth more, but that that value and information is worth more because they're actually going to make money from it, right? Like, um, you know, some of my girls like have like doubled their, their, um, corporate job income, right? Made like tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and so at that point it's like, okay, I charge more for this because it is, it is worth more. The information is worth more. Um, so like if you're giving people insights that are changing their life, like completely changing their life, their relationships, or they start making more money in their business, or they like feel peace and happiness that they have never felt in their life. Like you have to ask yourself, like how, like how much is that worth? If somebody has never found happiness in their life and you give them guidance, guidance and insight to finally find the one thing that they wanted in their life, which is happiness, then like, I mean, what, what is that worth, right? What is that worth? If that's the one thing that they want in their life, like you really almost can't price too high when you show people the value of what you are giving them, right? If people aren't willing to pay the higher prices, it's because they don't see the value of what you are giving them and you need to show that more in your marketing um, because, you know, there will always be somebody that will pay the higher rates, that you are actually wanting to charge. If you're wanting to charge like, you know, $200 for a reading, um, there will always be people willing to pay that. It's not too much, but it's, it's not too much. But if they're not willing to pay that, it's because they don't see that the value that they will receive from that service is worth $200. So then you have to switch up your messaging and your marketing it's not actually that your pricing is wrong. It's that your marketing is not there. The value is not being shown or maybe you're targeting the wrong people. Um, and, you know, so a big part of it is, is who you're targeting as well. Um, who you're wanting to work with. Do you want to work with more up-leveled people that are willing to see the value or that do see the value in what you're providing and are willing to pay for that transformation or for that art, you know? Um, and if not, if you want to work with people that are not willing to see the value of your work, um, which is okay too, if you want to just work with like people that are only willing to pay a cheaper amount, then that's okay too. Um, but you kind of need to know who you are targeting and know that like, if you want to be paid more, you can be paid more. And it's not, it's not a question of, are there people that will pay more? It's just, where are the people that will pay more? Because when the people see the value, like, if you have people telling you that you should be charging more and that you're amazing and that like if you're changing people's lives and you're seeing huge transformation, like it's it's about showing people that that value, that value is there. So you have to ask yourself, like, what are people going to get out of this and and then kind of price from there. But there's really no right or wrong answer. When I first started coaching, I charged way too little. Like I charged almost nothing. And then once I saw the transformation and I saw like, wow, this person's life was actually changed. I was like, okay, this is worth a little bit more for sure. And so I bumped it up and then I got more results and then I bumped it up and then I got more results. And then the better the results in my clients got, the more I was like, okay, I'm gonna raise the price. I'm gonna raise the price. And I went just little by little. I just did little increments. Um, as my confidence kept building and I kept seeing the value, right? Um, and then it wasn't like, I didn't get better as a coach. I mean, I okay, I have gotten better as a coach, but not crazy amounts better. My prices have raised crazy amounts, but I didn't get crazy amounts better because my worth didn't change, 
My worth is the same, but I kept seeing the value. I proved to myself the value of what I was doing, so I was able to keep keep raising my prices. Hopefully this is like making sense, right? So I kept raising my prices and then I also kept realizing, here's another piece. Um, so I kept realizing who I wanted to work with, right? Um, if someone told me no because of my pricing, they said it was way too expensive, I didn't get bothered by it and I didn't absorb the belief of my prices are too high because this person, this one person didn't want to pay it. So my prices are too high. I need to lower them. My belief shifted to this person is just not the right person to work with me right now because they don't see the value and they're not willing to put this type of investment into their transformation. And right now I am choosing to only work with the people that are ready for this transformation, ready for this investment, see the value, are more at that like higher level ready to put in that investment and work, right? So there will always be those people that are willing to. It's just about finding them and not lowering your prices when somebody says, no, your prices are too high. It's trusting that people will see the value and will pay the higher prices and not getting shaken or shook when somebody says that your prices are too high. They're just not ready for it yet and that is okay. So I I would choose, you know, that I wanted to work with these people that are willing to make this investment. But then here's the the next piece, okay? Like I said, I could talk about this for hours and it might sound like a little jumbled, everything I'm saying right now because like there's just a lot to it. Um, But hopefully you're getting something good out of this. So the next piece is that I got more confident raising my prices because I started to see that I would get better results when my prices were higher. Why is this? When my prices were higher, I would get better results. And it was because people were investing more into themselves, so they put more into themselves. Like, they actually like listened to what I had to say even more. Not that my girls that paid less didn't listen to me, but when you're paying more, you listen more and you actually absorb the information better. Um, that's, that's really the difference, right? Between like listening to free content and then finally making an investment in yourself and saying, I am worth this. You show up to the program or show up to the sessions with your coach or show up to the tarot reading Or even looking at the art, right? Um, I'm assuming like maybe if you're doing commissions, it's like some type of art, like painting or drawing or something. People appreciate the artwork more and it makes more of an impact because it is worth more. Think about it like you feel better when you wear clothing that's more expensive. You don't take care as much of the clothing that was really cheap, right? Um, You... When you, if you pay, if you're paying for this podcast right now for $100, you would be listening way more, like, like, in, um, intentionally. You would be way more, like, um, what's the word? Like, alert. Like, you would be, like, here, listening. And after I, you listen to this episode, if you paid $100, you would be putting everything that I just said into, like, into, um, action and you would be integrating it, implementing it, like it would have more of an impact on you because you paid more for it. But if it's free, yes, you might implement the stuff, uh, the information, but like you might, you don't actually get as full of a transformation. So I started to see in my own work that I was actually not doing anyone any good. I was actually not benefiting anybody by lowering my prices. I was actually benefiting my clients more by charging a higher price that I felt good about but was a little out of my comfort zone and is a little bit out of their comfort zone because when it's a little bit higher, I show up more fully as a coach, they show up more fully as a client, they get a better transformation because they're putting more into it and that's why I feel so good about my prices and where they're at. Um, I almost feel like I could even go a little bit higher because I'm not like I'm not asking myself, am I worth more? Am I worth enough to price higher? I'm saying, I see the value in this. I see that my worth is priceless. I see that the value in this is huge. I see that my clients get more results when they put more into this. 
I see that I show up as a better coach when I am being compensated fully. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. Like, why would I charge someone less? Like, if I was charging someone less, it would be so that hopefully I, I get more yeses and that I don't hear any no's, right? I, I don't risk that, um, I don't risk the opportunity for like that failure or rejection because I have my prices so low. But then like, that's just selfish. Like, I don't want to hear rejection or failure or have anyone say like, oh, that's so expensive. I want to protect my own ego so much that I would keep my prices so low that I am not being compensated. My client is not like getting the full transformation because they're not putting enough into it. I'm working with people that don't actually see the value in my work and don't want to put the effort and work into doing this thing with me. And just for the sake of saving my ego, like, no, I'm going to work with people that are see the value, are willing to work with me, and I'm going to give them the best transformation ever. And the more you raise your prices, do it, do it in increments and do it slowly as you build your confidence and you get the testimonials and you see the value. Um, but if you're making huge shifts or supporting someone in huge shifts in their life, and they're getting happiness or confidence or healing or value like that they wouldn't be able to get on their own. And if like people are telling you you need to raise your prices and if you create something so amazing and valuable that's actually just bringing beauty or joy into somebody's life, like, yeah, charge more. <laughs> charge more. Charge what you know you're worth. And believe, this is the last piece, you have to believe that there are people out there willing to make that investment. You have to believe that they will because if you believe that they're not there, then they won't show themselves. But if you believe that they are there and you stick to that, they will, you will attract them to you. They will show up. So um, when it comes to pricing yourself, you know, I can't give you an answer of this is a good price or that's too low, or that's too high, you have to really feel into what would feel good to me? What would feel good to me? Um, do And do I want to work with the people that are willing to pay a higher price? Do I want to work with just massive amounts of people that maybe don't see the value and are only willing to pay a small amount? That's okay too, but your schedule might be booked the fuck up <laughs> and you might not feel really good about that. Um, but yeah, you have to really just sit with your sit with yourself and ask like, what would feel good? What kind of people do I want to work with? What value do I actually bring? If I were to ask this person, you know, what what was that transformation worth monetarily? I always ask in my sales calls. If someone says no to me because of the money, I say, well, what would it be worth to you monetarily to stop overthinking, to stop having doubts, to stop having fears? And to have the confidence of your dreams. What would that be worth to you? And like 9 out of 10 times they switch their no to a yes. Because they're like, okay, yeah. This price is, is nothing in comparison to what that's going to feel like to have the confidence of my dreams. Or the business of my dreams. Um, and, and so asking them like that, you know, doing little sales calls and asking people like, okay, you know, I'm moving my prices from you know, whatever, $25 a reading to $100 a reading. And if they're like, oh, I, I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I can afford that. Ask them, say, well, if you're feeling so stuck in your life right now and so unsure and you don't have clarity and after this reading, you're going to get answers and have ultimate clarity and have ways to move forward in your life. What would that be worth to you? You obviously came here because you're so stuck and so unclear and like having these struggles and suffering. So what would it be worth to you to have the guidance and answers and clarity? It's like what you came for, right? Now $100 is is phasing you. What would it actually what would it be worth to you to have that clarity or happiness or joy or whatever it is they're looking for? Put it into perspective for them. Um help them help them to see the value because once you can show them the value, those people will pay what you're deserving of. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Obviously, this is a, a topic that is usually, you know, um, 
it's easier to coach on this, right? Like to coach a client, not just like talk at you with this. Um, but hopefully this gives you a little bit of guidance, a little bit of insight. Um, and yeah, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of insight um, to hopefully move you a little bit further on that journey. I know the pricing is hard. I Like I said, I price myself way too low when I when I first started. So um, yeah, just keep moving up. Keep trusting in yourself. Keep believing that those people are out there and they will come. All right, guys, those are all the questions that I'm going to answer for today. It's a good hour-long episode, if I do say so myself. Um, so I think we'll stop there. Um, Metamorphosis, if you want to apply, the link is down in the show notes, but absolutely love, love, love to have you. Um, hotline is also in the show notes if you guys want to call in, ask any follow-up questions about anything I just shared, ask your own question, ask for advice, ask for more information about a specific topic, ask personal questions, anything at all. You can share your name. You don't have to share your name. Um, yeah, it's really just for us to connect with each other. So I look forward to hearing from you guys on the hotline. I look forward to hearing you got hearing from you guys in the DMs. If you have any takeaways or aha moments or shares that you want to share with me, I would absolutely love to hear. Um, other than that, I love you guys so, so much and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.